0: What's up? Welcome back to the Charger Topic.
1: Today, I have me, myself, and I, Avi, and we also have Savannah. Yes. And today, we actually have a, a special guest, Ms. Lasky. So,
0: Hello, I'm so happy to be here.
1: Thank you very much for being here. And uh, this month is STD Awareness Month, so it covers you know, all STDs I would imagine, I hope the name would imply. <laughs> but that's what our guest is here to talk us with about. So, would you like to start us off?
0: Sure. So, first off, I've been at J-Town for a little over 10 years now. I teach health, PE, and I just took on yearbook. But my passion definitely is health. I love talking about everything that's related to the human body and just kind of going over how to take care of it, what to do, and... Um, all the precautions. So being that it's STD Awareness Month, which that stands for sexually transmitted diseases. You also might hear STI, which is sexually transmitted infections. Um, it's definitely a topic that we talk about when we get to our family life unit. And so I just have some information that we can go over. Question. Yeah, I
1: actually do. So is there a difference between an STD and an STI for people who may not know or There's a genuine
0: question. So a few years ago, it got got really popular to call it a sexually transmitted infection because when you hear infection, you think, oh, okay, well, we got medicine. We can take care of that. Whereas disease is more of a long-term term, long-term term, term, if that makes sense. Um, But honestly, either way, they're the same thing. It's just a matter of which one you want to call it.
1: Okay, so it's kind of
0: like the top of the umbrella, and then you have all the STDs underneath of it. Okay,
1: thank you for clarifying.
0: Yeah, and feel free to interrupt me anytime because I could talk forever about this. I know it's weird. (laughs) Um, But uh, so, anyways, being that it's STD Awareness Month, the biggest thing that I like to preach in my classroom is that no judgment on what your choices are in life and what you choose to do um, when you start engaging in sexual activity or when you don't. Um, The biggest thing that I want students to know is how to be safe and how to make it an experience where you're going to be comfortable where you're going to be making a choice that is truly your own choice and not somebody else's so since we're focusing solely on STDs today I'll stick with that um, but I could go into a whole nother conversation about consent and all that fun stuff mm-hmm. um, but just to throw out some statistics here um, for our 2020 uh, each year the um, CDC puts out statistics for different STDs the most popular Not popular, most common, I guess I should say, which is chlamydia, gonorrhea, and why they, I mean, syphilis is common, but it's probably not the top three to me. But anyways, um, so if we look at our state of Kentucky, I'm looking for chlamydia, Um, right now in the state of Kentucky, we rank 35th with um, almost 5,000 cases that are reported. That's the big thing, is it's good to have these numbers, but it's only what's reported. And some people... um, Don't get tested, which is why we're going to be talking about that today. And then gonorrhea, we are, oh goodness, where are we? we up high? (laughs) We're 28th in gonorrhea with 40,788 cases. Yeah, gonorrhea is the most common um, bacterial sexually transmitted disease that's out there. And then syphilis was on the down way. I don't know that doesn't make sense, but it does. But it's made, uh, it's way back up and... Thankfully, we only had 445 cases. Um, syphilis is one of those diseases that when, before we knew what it was and how to treat it, a lot of actual famous people passed away from syphilis infection because it, got to, it goes to your brain um, once it has 10 to 30 years to do its thing, which if you're not getting tested within 10 to 30 years, then you need to come have a conversation with me. Uh, But (laughs) anyway, so that's just to throw some statistics out for you all. And so
1: with the ranks, so if it was, let's say, rank one, would that be the highest case or would it be the lowest?
0: Yes, one being the highest, 50 being the lowest. Great. So we're about in the middle.
1: Yes. So I just wanted to be clearing that up since, you know, hearing 35th place, it could be either or.
0: Yes, you are correct. Thank you very much. Um, so when it comes to safer sexual practices, because if you ever talk to Ms. Phillips, which is the other health teacher and yep. myself, mm-hmm. we don't use the term safe sex, because there is no such thing as safe sex in quotes there, yeah. um, but you can have safer sex by making sure that not only yourself is being tested, but your partner is tested, um, and also using protection. Uh, That's another big thing that I love to talk about in my class is all the different contraceptive methods, Um, condoms being the most common type of contraceptive out there, and one of the few that protects you from most STDs. Because as of right now, um, the viral STDs and some of the parasitic STDs are not protected through contraception. So that'll be like your pubic lice and your Um, HIV can spread that way. HPV is a big one that can spread. That's human papillomavirus, which is probably the most common viral STD that is out there. And honestly, I think it's up to 60 to 75% of all sexually active people will at one point come in contact with HPV. Whether or not you have any symptoms of it or show any signs of it, that's a whole nother thing, Um, but it's pretty common, So um, I know a lot of people are nervous at the idea of thinking about going to get tested, especially as a young person, because most likely you all are on your parents' insurance. And so if that comes back on insurance, then, you know, maybe your parents don't know you're sexually active and you don't want to inform them yet. Maybe you're not comfortable about that yet. There are other ways to go out and find easy, free, sexually transmitted disease testing. One of those being Planned Parenthood that you can go to. Yeah. Unfortunately, in Louisville, um, or in Kentucky in general, sorry, we're going to get off topic, we decided to ban abortion here, which that's a whole nother thing I'd have to go off on. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I won't huh? go on that topic right now. Um, but Planned Parenthood does offer those, but they offer so much more stuff. And the idea of having being a teenager and going to one of those places and having to deal with people standing outside yelling horrible things at you when you might just be there for a regular checkup because they just do regular doctor visits too, that deters people. So that's where we have to get society to understand that shaming people is not going to stop sex. It's not going to stop STDs. It's not going to stop pregnancy. So we need to be more um, proactive and more forward-thinking and allowing people to make those choices for their own and giving them the proper information so that they can decide that. Um, Everyone's different and when they want to engage in anything sexual, and this includes um, vaginal, anal, or oral sex. So any orifice you're using, um, you can spread STDs. And yes, you can get it in your eyes so if you're like using your hands and then you rub your eyes. So that's why it's also important to make sure that you wash up after you're enjoying yourself or other people. Um so yeah do you all have any questions because i feel like i'm ranting mm. <laughs> <laughs> i know this is not a topic that a lot of people like to talk about i find it very fascinating but a lot of people get a little quiet and like oh god it's very interesting to learn about i will say yeah it's always better to know
1: more about it yeah yeah and you know i think you know to be saying that someone that most people don't really want to talk about and someone who does want to talk about that's more valuable than any book or you know teaching could be no offense i understand your teacher.
0: yeah no you're fine um so i guess some other things to put out there is so where you can Mm. get tested is you can get tested at planned parenthood you can get tested at um i'm pretty sure like a lot of the little clinics and places like that can do it because they will usually just do like a swab and then it's kind of like strep throat but for your private parts yeah. I mean, that's basically what it is because they're looking for bacteria uh, bacterial growth because, again, chlamydia, gonorrhea are the most common. Um, another way to protect yourself is we do have medications and vaccines for certain STDs. So for HPV um everyone can get those shots i think it's now down to a series of two shots it used to be three shots when it first came out Um, but you get two shots and it protects you from the most common strains of human papillomavirus that cause both genital warts which that's just annoying to have it's not really that it's not going to hurt you in the long run but the bigger one is especially for women um or people with uteruses is cervical cancer because the main cause for cervical cancer is the human papillomavirus. And so that's another thing you wanna make sure you're doing if you're sexually active and um, and you have a vagina. Let's make it clear, we won't have to use genders here. If you have a vagina, you need to be getting pelvic exams regularly. So depending on how many sexual partners, once a year is average. Um, But if you know that you're pretty sexually active with multiple partners, you're gonna wanna go every three to six months just for testing you don't have to go for a pelvic exam every time um but that's something you should start doing if you're sexually active unfortunately those of you with penises you're kind of out of luck when it comes to well that's the only thing you all are out of luck of though let's be real here because women we've got to deal with a lot more than that yes but um or those of us with vaginas um you all have one hole that it comes out of so if there's discharge or pus or anything like that it's like right off the bat you know but for people with vaginas it's a little different because things coming out of your vagina is pretty average unfortunately yeah. um i'm getting off topic uh, that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole nother lecture too i could go on about um but here's just a few more facts to know about especially teenagers and, and young people um You all are hit the hardest when it comes to STDs, and I think partially that's because you all are not as educated. Like, you don't get the education because a lot of places do not offer comprehensive sex education, which is what I'm teaching right now. Um, Some people teach abstinence only, which means just telling kids, don't have sex, which that's not going to help. Uh, Because the places that only do abstinence only have the highest rates of STDs and the highest rates of teen pregnancy, and yet somehow we can't get that through to people's heads. So teaching comprehensive sex education is super important, uh, being that you all are affected the most when it comes to STDs. Let's see, what else am I forgetting here? Um, Also, birth control is something that you can think about if you're choosing to engage in sexual activity. And there's all different forms of birth control, whether you want it to be hormonal, which will have more side effects, or (laughs) non-hormonal, which it'll be a little bit easier. But either way, birth control is birth control. They did just come out with a male birth control. I haven't done enough research on it, uh, but I find it interesting, and it stops sperm production. So if there's no sperm then there's no baby. Same with if there's no egg, there's no baby, which is what your female contraceptive does. So you can double up, and male and female can do both birth controls or one or the other. Um, But the biggest takeaway is know your body, know what's normal, make sure that if you are sexually active um, that you're getting yourself tested. And if you ever have questions or, you know, just want to know more, you all are more than welcome to always stop by my classroom. And just remember, I'm not a doctor. So there is a difference in that ignorance <laughs> yeah. either. Um, so I, would, I might direct you there if you need that kind of attention. Um, but I'm always an open door and wanting to talk about this and just wanting people to know more and why it's so important to take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um, If that's all you got, uh, I would be saying, you know, <laughs> thank you for yeah. coming on and speaking about this. You know, mm-hmm. it's STB month and... What other great person have, you know, I can't think of anyone else. Maybe Miss <laughs> Phillips. Yeah, the only she's person. pretty
0: good at it, too. She, yeah, we that's both the only, like to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the
1: only other person I could think of to be having. I want to be saying thank you again for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, any other closing remarks from any of us? No? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be the end of our episode. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, uh, YouTube Instagram. Apple Play, I think. Apple Play? Are we on Apple? Apple Play?
0: You're on Apple iPod? Or, I don't know. It's Apple. It's just something Apple. A- Apple Podcast. Podcast. Apple Podcast. Yeah, that's what okay. I listen to at all. I don't know where <laughs> Apple Play came out of. Uh, you know, it's whatever. whatever.
1: But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, thank you for everyone mm-hmm. for listening. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank time. you.